This is a Diet of Brussels. When are things going to happen? What's the timetable? This is something that's uh, become a, a matter of discussion over the past week since the general election. In essence, there are two options. On the one hand, uh, there was the old timetable that David Cameron had sketched out when he'd made his uh, speech uh, at the beginning of 2013, where he talked about holding a referendum by uh, the end of 2017. So his phrase was, in the first half of the new parliament. Now, at that point, there wasn't really much debate about it. I mean, there was some uh, consideration of logistics and what have you, but it wasn't really the, the key talking point. What's become much more a talking point is uh, holding a referendum uh, much sooner, so sometime during 2016. There are various reasons for this. First of all, a quick referendum comes with a number of advantages. Key amongst those is that it gets the subject resolved sooner rather than later. Uh, much as I would like it to be different, at least for the purpose of this podcast, most people actually aren't that interested in the European Union. If you look at the data, the polling evidence, uh, Europe as an issue doesn't rate very highly. So for a government that's concerned, much more concerned about uh, continuing a program of uh, austerity, of promoting economic growth, of reforming uh, public sector activity, a referendum is really very much of a distraction. So it makes sense to get it out of the way nice and quickly and then focus back on uh, its core business as it sees it. Added to that, David Cameron, I think, is going to be keen to capitalise on his unexpected success in the general election. That uh, he has a degree of uh, kudos with his party um, and with European partners that he uh, would be wise to exploit. Uh, you know, if you think about it, uh, governments tend to get less popular, particularly during the middle of uh, their time in office. And so uh, avoiding that dip makes sense. And then externally, uh, Holding an early referendum uh, is also beneficial because two of the key uh, partners, France and Germany, are both holding national elections in 2017. And for them, there isn't going to be much appetite to be making big concessions, public concessions, to the UK uh, during the middle of that process. So either it has to be kicked after or they uh, bring it forward. So everyone at the moment seems to be talking about a 2016 referendum. Now, the payoff of that is clear. As I've talked about in other episodes, it probably means that the renegotiation that David Cameron talks about and the Conservatives talk about is likely to be one that is not based around a formal reform of the treaties. So there won't be an intergovernmental conference of all the member states. Uh, there won't be uh, lots of debate and horse trading at that level. Instead, what's going to happen is likely to be some kind of agreement or understanding between member states, some kind of clarificatory text uh, signed by uh, whoever uh, they think they need to, to make it uh, sound plausible. But in terms of fundamental reform, uh, legal reform of the system, that looks less and less likely.
Now that's a danger. Uh, if uh, your interests in the European Union are ones that uh, require the system to change fundamentally, and most obviously here if you have interest in imposing much more stringent limits on the free movement of people, to take the most pertinent example, then that looks like it's not going to happen. I think it was always a big question mark about whether it, it could happen, but it's uh, drawing back from that position quite clearly. And that you've got support from such prominent figures, particularly uh, Philip Hammond, the Foreign Secretary, it suggests that actually we're going for something relatively quick, relatively shallow, as a way of having a package that can be taken to people quickly, and that then you will end up with a uh, resolution, uh, probably, I'd have thought, uh, maybe in about a year's time, so mid-2016. Ideally, you'd want to do it at a point where you're already having a vote. The logical point is when you're having uh, local elections uh, at the beginning of May. So the cost and the expense of holding a bigger uh, discrete event probably isn't justified, particularly if nobody is going to make a big song and dance about it.